Mom Save America is presented by Integration Partners, a nationwide network integrator specializing in cloud and security solutions. Integration Partners, what's possible? Hello, hello, and welcome to a marathon momtemplating of Mom Save America. How do you like that one, Carrie? That's good. Um, thank you for listening. My name is Tina Graff. I am here with Carrie Lucas, and we are going to be marathon momtemplating because of the last week of topics that have continually sparked significant controversy in my um, in my world. Either they've put a smile on my face, a pit in my stomach, or just plain made me want to vomit, I think, <laughs> this past week. So it's been we, a busy week. It's been a busy week. There's still construction going on here. So again, set the apology up front, and the dog is in the room again. And he's in rare form today. Good yeah, Lord. I don't know what... You know what? I... I um, Bart got me squeaky balls because I was because when (laughs) (laughs) sorry I know (laughs) that was terrible okay more information on that what is squeaky balls (laughs) (laughs) like the sweaty balls yeah from no they're not they're not those kinds of balls um they're they're balls to toss for the dog okay but they make a squeaking noise when he picks them up yeah so it's so annoying it's like a prey well it's annoying if he if I give it to him in the house but to, for him to, he gets so amped up okay. to chase the ball, and then he'll bring it back and drop it, and then run again, and it gets a lot of energy out. Okay. Is the point? So I was doing that with him in the snow, which is always fun okay. because um, he rolls around in the snow. But when you came in, I think he was all Still hyped up, up yeah. from the squeaky ball. Okay, and that made him a little annoying. Well, I had to exit the house. I was too scared to come in. Listen, so. I don't blame you. He's yeah. a freaking pain in the butt. Um, anytime a giant German Shepherd yeah. barks at you, it's not a good thing. Um, okay, so again, thank you all for listening. It's been a really interesting week for Mom Save America. I've had several phone calls and emails this week that have um, really just made me feel so great that people are really listening and liking it and um, interested on in coming on Mom Save America and talking talking about their positions in, in life or what they're doing. So stay tuned for that. I have Adam. Shout out to Adam. He's coming in next week to uh, help me figure out Skype. So he's assuming that maybe we can have, we can Skype in a call. It'll go directly into the audio feed mm-hmm. and it won't sound like we have a ton of feedback. So we'll see if we can make that thing, that thing work for us. But this will be good because you'll, but at that point you'll be getting sick of listening to just And and, and I think it can be in place of a PSA, you know, I think we can be like we've interviewed or we have on the the show today, you know, so and so and then we can do that and then go in and let them play Coffee Cruise Crush with us. I had an email from um, a friend of mine from college who I, you know, haven't talked to in forever and he was listening to the podcast and he was basically saying, to me, what are you talking about? You don't like Mary Poppins. You are Mary Poppins. I said to Tina, I told you. That's I know. you. Yeah, he said he totally agreed with you. And he was cruising with Mary Poppins. He was cruising with Emily, Emily Bond. Bond yeah. yeah. He had to put his two cents yeah. in, which I totally appreciate. But again, like I was saying during the week, he's he's uh, potentially writing a book, two different books. And the topics were so interesting. They were about uh, things that we, mom, things that moms say to kids, even though he's a dad, that try to keep them grounded on track, you know, character driven sayings or things that help you, you know, keep your kids away from the crap that's in the world right, right. now. So hopefully we'll have him on the, him on the, on the 
show at some point. Get back to uh, Mom Save America and Mom's Templating. The list for me today includes, uh, we want to go and do our own recap of the Academy Awards. And then um, Men Are Deviants. That's how I top, that's how I, I put the... Um, I pick the topic because every- Academy Awards and Men Are Deviants. Yeah. That's on her list. Those are the two topics. <laughs> and there's lots to follow under there. And we will do a little bit of a Michael Cohen uh, recap since he testified yesterday. But he's under the deviant category. Yeah, so. a little bit. Yep. So let's start with the Academy Awards. Or we can start with... Um, no, let's jump right into the okay. Academy Awards. Uh, listen, here's my take on the Academy Awards. I feel like, and I, I don't know if I said this before when we were talking about the Grammys, shut me off no, if I said this. I don't think okay. We These people are at the top of their craft. Right. They're actors and actresses. Right. Okay. This is the moment that most of them have been waiting for their entire life. You've got a one out of five shot right. at winning. Right. Which is pretty good odds. Yeah. Prepare yes. something. I didn't want to interrupt you, but yes. Say something really great, witty, meaningful, even if you have somebody else write it for you. Right. Even if you're a dimwit and you're just used to reading lines. You memorize lines for a fucking for living. For a living. Yep. Say have something smart. Prepare. And the thing is, like, stop thanking everybody. Yeah. It's just so mind It's disingenuous to me. I, yeah. I'm like, listen, we know you, you're going to thank people that you love. Just make it a blanket statement. Yes. Make it one big blanket statement and then say, you know, this is one of these funny things happened and this is why I'm here today, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, or don't, be, I, don't, or, I don't get it. Or just call a Brit and have a Britain, a they, British person. They always are witty. Always. And funny. And yep. she's like, well, whoever I didn't spank, I'm going to schnog later. Or yeah. Whatever no, they always, they get it. I don't know if they're not taking it as seriously, you know, if it's sort of that sort of attitude about it. But they do always seem to have... Um, I think they don't take themselves as seriously right. as we take ourselves. Right. And humor is such a huge part of their just daily lives. Yeah. That it... it I read an article about... Why, why Brits don't like Donald Trump. And they basically said, he is the least funniest person on the planet. Yeah. As far That's as... Very true. true. He's I mean, the least... He doesn't... He never says anything witty. Not self-deprecating. No. no. And so that, that's the top reason. So it, it is interesting. Why they don't prepare, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and I felt like um, the Regina King girl that won. Yeah. She at least... You know, I, I appreciated that she said, you know, this is what... Um, it looks like when you've had love and support poured right. into you. Like, right. that's, I like that. Say something right. at the end to wrap it up. Right. Like, you know, how y'all got there. And it's okay to be excited. and everything. Like, I loved when Cuba Gooding Jr. won. And right. it was just pure joy. Right. Or and, even um, when, the, um, when, when the Goodwill Hunting guys won. That, yeah, was, that amazing. was amazing. Yeah. And Benicio del Toro, when he won and climbed over all of the yes. stuff, they're being funny. They're entertaining. You're on a television show. Please don't right. forget that. Right. Because like, otherwise, no one's going to care anymore. Right. Who what wins. did you think about the no host situation? I thought it didn't even matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter one bit. No. And it, and, and, and they didn't do a lot of the montages. Yeah. I, and I, which, I liked the musical performances. I did too. Yeah. Um, okay. Bette Midler? Jesus Christ, she looks so good. I'm so sick of these old people looking amazing. I, I need my pores. Something is going on she, with my I pores. I was like, holy God. She, and she wasn't a pretty lady. 
I, she wasn't, right? No. She's a great looking old person. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. She's she amazing. So good. And that's that honestly, speaking of Mary Poppins, that is one that's my favorite song from the movie. Yeah. It was beautiful. I didn't want her to sing it when she first started singing it, and then she won me over like yeah. 30 seconds in. No, she looked incredible. Yeah, she incredible. looked incredible. And all the um, crazy rich Asian people that were on the movie, they looked incredible. Well, yeah, they're gorgeous people. They're gorgeous. Yeah. And they, the, uh, they wear clothes like no one else well, can wear clothes. they've usually got a really good body. I know. They're and skinny. the skin is like porcelain. I, Listen, these all may be racist, stereotypical <laughs> things, but they're positive. Wait, is they are they? Oh, listen, I have, a, I, have a, I have a thing to say about racism, too. I think it's in my phone, so let me let me let me just put that on okay. there, because I don't want to forget about it, but okay. I don't think they're racist, are they? That they have porcelain skin? Uh, well, I, I mean, it's just a stereotype. We're just okay. lumping it all together. Stereotypes that they are different than racism. skin, and they usually have a very slender Trim. frame. Yeah, unless yeah. they're sumo wrestlers. Right. <laughs> they're in a different category. Um, okay, so speaking of the musical performances, yes. let's, I mean, we're, we're five days away from the Academy Awards at the moment while we're recording this, so a lot has been said about Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. A lot has been talked about. Um, I'm going to let you give me your two cents on what you thought about it. I didn't see the movie. Have you seen the movie? No, I'm um, going on an airplane tomorrow, so it's downloaded on my iPad okay. to watch. And my kids have been hounding me to see to it. watch it because okay. they've seen it like seven times. Okay. Uh, they're in love. I don't care. You can go on any television show you want and say... We're acting. So you saw Jimmy Kimmel. You saw her on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I saw the clip this morning of her saying, no, we're... We did a good job acting. No, no, you didn't. You're in love. Really? You really think that? I really think that. And I think he's in love love with with her. her. Really? How about when they held hands right over the girlfriend? Did you see that? Yes, I saw that. Right over, like... uh, Beautiful. Just, you know... But it can't be that overt... In her face, in the girlfriend's face. Okay, so I'll say this. I don't think they realize it yet. Like, I think... That they think that they're acting. I think they think it was chemistry from... The movie. She trusted him to make her the best movie star ever. Blah, blah, blah. Three months from now, he is no longer going to be with that girlfriend. And he's going to be with Lady Gaga. She's married, though. Who is? Lady Gaga's married. No, she's not. They broke up. They broke up a week before the Oscars. Stop it. Nope. Oh, see, I'm not in the know with that. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Nope. They broke up and she was taking, I think they said her manager uh, was stepping in for him at the Oscars oh. and taking her. So no, no. Oh, okay. Interesting, right. right? That is interesting. Yeah. You know, we've been right before on several things on this podcast. It- Listen, we are we are soothsayers. I can tell you. I know what love looks like. <laughs> they love each other. They, He's Gaga over her. Yeah, it's, yeah. Do you know why her name's Lady Gaga? By the way, no. She um, she was incredibly uh, uh, attached to the band Queen, and okay. in the beginning, and she used to um, follow. Uh, what's his name? Freddie Mercury. Yeah, and that song Radio Gaga. Oh yeah, her um, name came, comes from that. Like they, I don't know the story. That's exactly. so yeah. cute that they yeah. were sort of both on the 
Academy Awards together. I know. I thought so, too. But, yeah, there's a story about how she got her name Lady Gaga, and she says it's from the Freddie Mercury in, in the song Radio oh, Gaga. Wow. I know. Interesting. Um, I thought they were going to kiss when... Um, yes, at the very end. She, like, looked yeah. at him... And then, like, they touched yeah. Hedgehog, but I was like, oh, I think they, I well, thought they were literally going to start making out. Did you out. see Twitter? What, Twitter erupted now that I'm on Twitter. I was like, they're like, what? first of all, that was a makeout session yeah. without makeout. Yeah. They no, were making I posted out. on my Facebook, my personal Facebook page right away, uh, Bradley Cooper loves Lady yeah. Gaga. Yeah. And I got, like... You know, 50 responses right away to it, like people commenting back. Like, yeah, I love that she said social media is the toilet of yeah. the internet. <laughs> I was on it. I was on the toilet. <laughs> we were on the toilet, like Trump, posting. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't know. No. I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it because I didn't see the movie. But I have said before when we were talking about uh, Chris Pratt breaking up with, you know, um, uh, his ex-wife now. And I'm like... They go into these movies and they're in bed. And I don't care if they have a little sheet over their penis right. or not. Right. They're connected and you're heavily pretending to, you know, have sex with yeah. somebody. And if and if you're doing it right and we all feel it on, you know, off screen. Then you're feeling something. Then you're feeling something yeah. on screen. And maybe right. that goes away when the movie set's done, like, whatever, 75% of the time. But the other 25% of the time... They're having an affair yeah. and either they break up with their current partner and move off with that or... I mean, that's just the world of acting. Well, and two, I don't really see that relationship lasting, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, if they right. do get, end up right. getting together. Right. It'll just be... But there's going to be something Listen, I hope soon. not. I hope that whatever it is, even if it is he's in love with her right now and they have this, they, they go behind the scenes and have their little affair and it never comes out i really do i hope that because okay i want them to get together <laughs> i well, mean i feel bad for the baby and the girlfriend i get it i get it she's but not even oh. she's a victoria's secret model i'm not gonna lose sleep over her she's gonna get on with her life she's gonna be fine yeah you didn't think she was pretty no it's not that i don't think she's pretty i just feel like no it's not that i just i i feel like she looked a little uptight to me like Stiff. Yeah, and it's like if you think something's going on, don't go to the Academy Awards with your. I don't know. I felt like she knew all along something's happening here, and she was uncomfortable for the whole thing. I felt like her on the red carpet was uncomfortable, and I'm like, here she is, pretend she's not doing a very good job acting if they're acting. Yeah, and she didn't really look so madly in love with Bradley Cooper. No, like, there maybe wasn't she's really like a whole your chemistry head. there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I did hear, I don't know that this is true. So again, this is about the toilet bowl social media. But I did see that um she unfollowed yeah, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga on yeah. Instagram a few weeks ago. Yeah. So something's happening. So all I'm saying in in the Mom Save America world is I hope our children don't ever be actors. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens everywhere. But if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. It's I a mean, duck. something's happening. Right. And yeah. and you're you're hiding something for whatever reason and you've coming up you've come up with a good story behind it. That's yeah. for sure. Who's that? Me or you? Okay. So that's our take on the on the Oh, no, a couple of other things related to the Academy Awards. My my um, observations. Did you see Rami Malek fall off the stage? I saw the clip of it afterwards. <laughs> I didn't see it. Like was it on real time like you were sitting watching it and saw No, it? I saw the clip too. Yeah. But I was like He's so weird. He's like, so weird. And talk about speech. His speech was horrific. Yeah, he's so bizarre. And what's the deal with him and that girl? 
Like that he wait, I don't know who you're talking about. The girl that he went with, I guess she's a she's his co-star in the movie, and he fell in love with her on the oh, and then made the speech half about her, and I was like, oh, you're going to be broken up tomorrow, and oh. then your Academy Award speech that you gave was all about some girl that you dated for a movie, and then it's over. He's so. Did you see Bohemian? No, I haven't seen so that. So I either. did see it, and. I'm trying to watch intelligent things. Lately. It was great. Like, it, like the music joking. and all of that was like incredible. I just felt like there was I the teeth, the whole thing. Yeah, bit, it was too I, much. It was too much. And I, I just heard a review I felt saying it was a little campy. Yeah. Some there was a view saying review saying that it was a glorified VH1 special. Exactly. And then I just kind of was like, I'm not watching That's this. That's a perfect Exa- example yeah. of what it was. There was not a whole lot of depth. I know there was some real bizarre deviant stuff that went on with him. Yeah. They didn't well, the, talk about exactly. any Exactly. And somebody said, like, he was a... The, the band's name is Queen. And they didn't yeah. get into the homosexuality of, of his life to the degree that everybody who you know, knew him, wanted them to get into it. It was like a weird gloss over. it was like an afterthought at the end. So, anyways. And the other two things about um, the Academy Awards that I I just loved. So, I'm still not watching Game of Thrones, but, you know, I I know who Khaleesi is. So, Amelia Clark, who came out to announce the, uh, one of the best documentary nominees, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, movie. Mm -hmm. She did, uh, she did her clip of it and, at the end, she said, and by the way, Ruth, if you need the Khaleesi to, if you need the dragons unleashed, I think I can put in a word with the Khaleesi for you. Don't you wish she could? I do. I do wish. Oh, I light up his orange hair. Apparently, the squeaky balls did not work for Franny. He's still a mess. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I know. I, I know. wish. We'll get into that in just a few minutes. And the last thing I want to talk about for the Academy Awards, and then we'll move on, is Spike Lee. Yeah. Um. So... I didn't see Green Book either, so I'm talking out of my ass as mm-hmm. far as the movies. Uh, and I didn't see The Klansman, his mm-hmm. movie. But um, for anybody who didn't kind of read back his back reasoning about what his motives were for being angry, his point was when a black man is portrayed on screen in such a positive light and the white man is like his supporting character... Um, that's when the formula works for the Academy Awards. Like, the black man has to be the hero, the greatest. And and even though, and in, in what he was saying is he was telling a more truthful story of a, of a hero kind of a person in the Klansman movie, but it wasn't, it wasn't um, enough of a feel-good story for the Academy to give it best picture. And he was pissed about that. Okay. I hate Spike Lee. Okay. I think, I think he's uh, arrogant, yeah. selfish. Um, first of all, the what's Academy, selfish about him? Really, the Academy, the Academy Awards don't don't really matter. To, and, and exactly, sil- it's a silly thing. Okay, right. but somebody else won an award that maybe you feel like you won- you right. should have won. Shut up! It's not that person's fault. Right. You turn your back on them right. when they're accepting their right speech. Like they've worked just as hard. To get to this point in their life as you have, yeah. you have no right to do... And you won the award for Best Screenplay, so you're saying that the Academy got it right, right when you win. Exactly. But they've made a terrible mistake when you don't win. And oh, by the way, last year or the year before, you were bitching and complaining because no, no black people were exactly. nominated. Now, 
all kinds of people were nominated for right. all types of awards. Right. And a black actor won for the Green, Green Book. Book. Right. Like right. he's an amazing I think, actor. Like you should be celebrating that they're in the films. So that's he, I see what you're saying about his selfishness. Right. It was all about him. It was all about you it's like, winning, uh, and when, not about like furthering. Um, and I think it's that, when Kanye. It's like when Kanye took yeah, the thing away from Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that spin that he's putting on it was an afterthought but, after right. he acted yeah. like such an asshole. Possibly. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's what it was. I think he's mad he didn't win. I, and I didn't see the Black Klansman either, but I do know people that have seen it, and they were like. It's all right. It was all right. I didn't see it, so, yeah. It was good. This is where we insert the squeaky balls, because now Spike Lee has his own squeaky balls. Listen, I think the only award person that should have won is... um, Bradley Cooper? A Star is Born. Yeah, yeah. It's the only movie people went to see in droves. You have to make money to continue making movies. movies. And when these movies that no one's seen win awards... I did hear that. I heard that, that same... Uh, thought process as well is that Bradley Cooper should have won that award, even though you know it's 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 so true. The Academy Awards is just such a trap. It's just so stupid. The whole thing about it. Yeah, at this point. and and it doesn't really change you know any of their lives. They're all all five people in each category are being recognized. So it's, it's still exciting that you get the award and get to take it home. But all five people were. Highlighted, right? So everybody's right. a. It's an honor just to be nominated. Yeah, but it really is. <laughs> it really is. It's an honor. Listen, and uh, as far as that guy who won for um, the Green Mile, he's the green, guy. The he's, Green Book. Um, the Green Book. Green Mile. Green Book. He's that um, probably was up for an Academy Award too. The my green actor Mile. in True Detective on HBO. Oh, oh, right, right. So in that, I'm like, he's an amazing actor. So I can only imagine in that's the not green Mahershala. Book. No, that's a different guy. I don't know. Him. I don't know his name. Okay. He had the Russian hat on. Oh, yeah. And I just went, ooh, he looks difficult. Yeah. Like, he looks like <laughs> right. on the set, he's right. probably really annoying. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's tough for the director. Yeah. He oh, looks like boy. an annoying person, but he's a great actor. So, you know, one of the things that um, we're going to, I think we can leave the Academy Awards, but yeah. one of the things that um, happened this week was. We went to London last week, as, yes. as you know, and one of the things that I did during the um, the trip was ask everybody about Brexit. <laughs> and, okay. You know, like every cab driver, and my husband was like, can we stop talking about that? You're going to incite some violence Okay. Here. I go, I'm just interested in what their yeah. take on it is, and um, you'll, you'll feel my transition in a second, yeah. but um, the point that I was trying to, to make to my husband and, and to myself was... I, this is my first time in London. I, I know that there's this huge thing going on, much like our country is feeling like just divided and mm-hmm. we're in this process of we don't know how we feel about so many things. Mm-hmm. And racism is such a big deal. And when we landed, and it's clear there is, um, it is incredibly diverse the second you get off the plane. And um, so I might, you know, I wanted to ask a bunch of people and I won't get into, you know, what everybody said, but the point I, I was trying to get across was um, this climate right now that we're in of bullying and social media talking about giving everybody's opinion about something is we're it's incredibly dangerous and in trying to sort out the truth for people 
So one of the things that happened is I'm, I'm talking to this guy and he said, well, you know, half of us didn't even know what we were voting for right. when we voted on right. Brexit. And he's that like, is what I've seen on TV when they talk to people. Like they didn't even understand it. Yeah, he's like, we had this vote, and we're we're coming across from a position of wait, we we need to tighten things up, and we don't like all this right. open borders. And they thought it, they had a a bigger picture in mind, and they didn't get into the nitty gritty of like, okay, what does it actually mean to leave right. the EU? And they voted on something that they had no real clear understanding of, mainly based on social media influences or other things that they'd read not newsworthy. And I just thought that that was interesting in relation to our election yeah. as well. And it's like people were voting for a reason that they didn't quite know. And I'm turning it to our, you know, the 2000 the mm-hmm. election. It's like you're voting from some sort of emotion. Yeah, that like you're, a general idea. Yeah, like, like, okay, yeah, I want Trump because he's so different and he's, mm-hmm. he's going to shake things up and it's going to be different. Yet you have no real understanding of what his policies could be or what could happen if you kind of think it through. And um, and I thought the similarities to that were, were just fascinating to me. But three people, three cabbies basically said, you know, they voted to... They voted to leave. to leave, and they said that they're not sure if they completely um, regret that decision, but they regret not understanding what that meant Mess. because yeah. of the economic conditions that could happen, you know, if, if it all plays out. Which well, and I think that's true, like, with everything, too. Like, when you go to the polls and it, you know, says question one and, right. I, and it oh. has a brief description like i don't do my right. homework on right. what that actually means you know yeah so and sometimes the wording it sounds is so good right. so you think oh yeah uh, yeah i want that right and you don't realize what the what yeah. the what the outcome could be right. And, right and and you know right we don't read newspapers anymore mm-hmm. we, we get our information from social media and if and if the wave is we got to leave because um you know, the flood of, of Western European com- countries are infiltrating us here in London. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, maybe I do want that out or I want to clean things up a little bit, but we, they don't understand the economic impact of it. And okay, so it uh, just generally is that, um, what Brexit was about, kind of like building the wall type thing or Bre- Brexit was about, um, yeah, the idea that back in when, when the, and I'll just do a quick blurb about it. When the um, when Russia fell, when the Soviet Union fell, yeah, um, uh, that was made up of all these countries, right? The Soviet Union was made up of like the Czech Republic and all these countries. When the Soviet Union fell, um, all of those countries that broke apart, and Russia was Russia again, Mm -hmm. and there was a mass migration of people flooding into the original countries that made up the EU, i.e., Great Britain, because the EU was. In 1993, was originally just countries, just 12 countries, but by 2013, it was 28 countries. And the strain economically from the stable countries trying to incorporate the unstable economic countries created a shit show of problems for, you know, countries like Great Britain, namely because of the uh, migration issue. There is a great article um, by Farid Zakaria from CNN that talks about Brexit and why it turned into such a damn crisis. It's not necessarily a reason to just bail out of the 
EU. Now I'm, I'm oversimplifying everything, but um, the idea feels the same. It's like yeah, it does feel the same. It feels it feels so similar. Like wait, mm-hmm. we we can't have all these people coming in here without some sort of system around right. it, and you know, and and understanding of what that because we're overcrowded and everybody is you know. The schools change. Everything changes mm-hmm. and shifts instead of a slow migration and things shift slower right. and kind of infiltrate in ways that kind of happen over time that you don't really know. Like, oh, well, you know, everybody's um, morphing at the same right. time. Right. Okay. So I thought that that was, you know, an interesting take on um, how this nationalistic feeling mm-hmm. is is all over the world. Yeah. It isn't just here. And... Um, we need to be educated as, you know, what the impacts of closing our borders or creating this feeling of fear around what, you know, just keeping them out, keeping them out. That's, so that's my rant on that. Um, All right. Well, you want to move into the deviant category? Sure. (laughs) So my second large topic on uh, mom templating today was men are deviants. Yeah. And this comes to you brought, this is brought to you by uh, Robert Kraft. (laughs) Solely by Robert Kraft, although all of them kind of fall into this category. And it's also brought to you by my friend, Sarah, who um, actually told me this. She said, I think men are all deviants. Yeah. Why? Okay. Well, when I originally, I, I'm so confused on my how my feelings on this entire thing. How like, can you be confused? Because on the one hand, he doesn't need to go to a strip mall. To no, get- there is something weird behind that, right? Like, why are you paying for a seventy dollar hand job? Like, you're yeah, have them come to your house. It. Yeah. I, Go to the madam that's in, you know, like, I guess there a service? Sort of, but I think it's just easy. I just, we'll just pull it. I don't know. I don't know how that's I That's why it's deviant this. behavior to me. You're a yeah. 77-year-old man. You need Seriously, he's 77. I believe so, yes. Get it together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How do you even get it up is the question. Right? And it was right before the game. Yeah. And then off to the jet. And, and then, then you came home and went back again. Yeah. Nuts. I think you mean squiggy balls. The thing about it for me is I the the idea that you don't even consider where these kids are coming from. Yeah, that part of it makes me feel sad. Like I really Totally sad. Like, yeah. If you're going to a Hollywood madam or the madam in New York City and you probably know they're being paid pretty well. Or they at least want to do it, right? These girls probably came here or were brought here. Yeah. Uh, not of their own, or even if it was their own free will, they were brought to America with this maybe, I don't know, and I'm speculating, but this thought of a better life. And yeah, you're going to be an indentured service and get hand jobs right. for the next 20 to years. Right, year old man. Right. And mm-hmm. then when you're done doing that, you can have a potential life. Yeah. That's the human trafficking piece of I, this. I guess that's that, that's that's the tough look at it. Um, my original look was like, eh, He needed a hand job? He's 70 years no. old. Who cares? He's getting a little... You know, if he doesn't know, BJ he, on the way to the airplane. Who cares? Leave this man alone. No, but then no. there's the whole others. Yeah, this is a bummer. Like if you think about the other side of it, like that. He's just lucky that the whole Michael Cohen thing has happened this week because it's taken all the uh, attention off him. I don't think he him. cares. No, I don't think he cares either. But he'll care if the NFL gets involved and finds him, or which I doubt they will. But. Yeah. Well, they did release a statement saying, you know, they will look into it like they look into any 
felony blah, misdemeanor blah, charges. Blah, blah, blah. See, Mister. I think they will. Because I feel like there's just, you know. Well, they'll get money from him, yeah, but they're not going to punish him in any yeah. way. Unless there is a there's a legality around it from the human trafficking act. There's no way Robert Kraft knew that these these girls were brought, if they were brought there by their, you know, not their free will. I don't think that he has any. And I think, it's a different generation. They're not even considering things like that, right? Like they just. You blame everything on the different generation. It, it is. It's a different time. It's a different time. You're I going mean, to an Asian. People are, are, were in the Korean War or the Vietnam War and they're doing stuff like that over there. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's a different. I'm going to leave that one. I, I, I'm not. I just can't. I don't know if I can. Okay. I, I do. All right. I feel All like right. there was weird stuff going on over there. And Okay, but that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he was there. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. He wasn't part of the war, right, was let's, he? Let's continue. No. Let's continue to talk about deviants. Mm-hmm. And I. this is the other thing I want to talk about with um, men and deviants. And the just, I, you know, we... On one of the previous podcasts, we chose not to talk about the Jesse Smollett um, yeah. situation because I said, I feel weird about this. This was before. This yeah. is, it just broke. Everybody was coming to his defense. And I said, you know what, guys? I don't even want to talk about it because I get a weird, weird yeah. feeling about this. And my weird feeling, not that I, again, some sort of soothsayer, but I was like, he's lying. Yeah. Here we go. Like, So I was thinking about Martin Luther King and his speech about judging um, someone by the content of their character, yes. not by the color of their skin. I feel like okay. I'm really ranting today. Okay. Um, and my th- and, and and Trevor Noah said this too. I'm not I'm copying him in the sense of like you want to be judged by the content of your character, not by the color of your skin. Yet your the content of your character is this is to lie and yes. and, and create some sort of false assault and then make everybody jump through hoops for you for for what? For what is the reason? Yeah, uh, he is so. It is so messed str- up. Messed up. There's something um, very sociopathic about it. There's so some sort of. You said he was a child actor, which I didn't know. I, I what didn't was he know on? That either. He he was in like a um, singing group or something with all his brothers and sisters. Do you think he was molested or something? And that no, oh, I, okay. I don't know. I, I mean, but I think there's something to that constant need for affirmation and attention from such a right. early age right. Right. that just makes you nuts maybe i don't know maybe it's what maybe that is what makes some of them succeed that constant but there's an insatiable need for ten i mean you're on a hit show right you've you've done it right you've made it right what more do you possibly need? Well, something in him is broken, clearly. Some sort of insecurity in him is broken in the sense that he, he does, like you said, maybe it's a sociopathical thing. Maybe it's, maybe it is clinical. But whatever it is, it's, it's sad. And, um, and then it just highlights all the wrong things yeah. and puts us on such a path of, you know, negativity around specifically the trump thing because you know he he, he was like they they're wearing maga hats and everything yeah. so you're like oh shit now well, we gotta and go it was so annoying because that's the literally the only time that i think trump has come out and said something against his own supporters like they asked him about the jesse smollett thing before everybody knew it was fake yeah and he was like it's awful it's terrible, terrible. oh I, I didn't hear and him I'm say like, that oh the one time, time right he actually is acknowledges yeah. that it's terrible it's gonna be a lie it's 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 a bummer the whole th- yeah. that whole thing was a bummer i was like 
damn deviants again. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's such bizarre behavior. And the thing, too, about, like, needing to go on with Robin Roberts right away to yes. talk about, like, let's, you've, like, clearly you you planned this, whatever. Be quiet for a little while. Let's make sure you get away with this <laughs> before you go on national television, like, no. talking about who would lie about this. You. Yeah, it's crazy. It's such an uncomfortable thing to watch when he's like, who would make something like this up? Like, that's so uncomfortable to watch now. Like, you're, and it looks like Robin Roberts didn't even believe him then. Like, she's. Really? I didn't see the interview. Yeah. She was like, she was, she had a She quit. was questioning him. Okay. And he, and she said something about um, the story being true or right, not. And right. this is really before anything was really come out. And he was like, who the fuck would make something like this up i'm an advocate i'm you know and he's like touting yeah, all these things yeah. he is. and she is looking at him like i don't know maybe i read into it pretty sternly like there's no sense of like sympathy for oh i know of course i have to ask you this question anyways but right i don't know you gotta go back and watch the look on her face looks like she didn't really um yeah buy it all that much to begin with well he, I mean, he's going to get arrested from that i mean right. even if even if you don't go to jail even if you're not like legally right punished he, for this in some way how how do you recover from that i don't know billy bush still isn't back and he didn't do and anything he didn't even wrong. do anything right i know oh my I gosh know. um all right so let's 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 transition to the last piece of the the male deviant behavior and Let's just talk about the latest in the Trump saga in the Michael Cohen hearings yeah. yesterday. I don't want to I don't want to go too politically down the rat hole, but I, I do. I want to talk about some key things from my perspective. Race. Um, yeah. The fact that nothing really does matter right now mm -hmm. as far as Trump is concerned. And what do we as a country want to see from people in this from leaders in this yeah. world at this point. So I'll tell you what kind of bummed me out. Like you can think what you want about Michael Cohen. You can think what you want about Trump. Right. The thing is nothing that he said is surprising or something we haven't heard before. Right. And the thing that really annoyed me was like the outrage from the Republicans. Oh, it was awful. For him coming forward and saying these things like, my thing is, you talk can about acting. Yeah. Talk about acting. It was they were way over the top. Right, right. And don't you want someone representing your party who's of good character? Yeah. Well, they're stuck, and that's the but that's the not. bummer. Recover now. Recover like, now. Find somebody. Like I don't know. That bummed me out. Like okay, so maybe you think that there's not a hundred percent truth to everything Mike Cohen is saying. I don't know what benefit yeah. there is to him at this point to lie, but none of the stuff that he's saying is stuff you haven't heard before. Or so why the outrage? And if you're outraged at him lying, how can you not be outraged every time Donald Trump lies? It doesn't like right. how is he held to a different standard because he got caught and now arrested and he's pleading guilty to it? Yeah. Like if Donald Trump came out and said, Yep, I've been lying, would you then no, say they wouldn't. They would still be fine with it because you can do sound bites of him saying one thing and then contradicting himself and saying another thing. If you say he lies all the time. Right, right, right. My my um trouble with with a lot of it and i listened to a lot of it was again grandstanding on both sides mm -hmm. i think the only two people that i felt did any sort of 
you know, hardline, just pointed questions were AOC uh, and Katie Hill, our first uh, mm-hmm. person that we talked about on podcast. Mom Save America. Yeah. Um, they were like the junior freshmen or the freshman Congress people, and they were like, didn't make some grand statement except for, listen, um, we're appalled basically, and like they just asked questions and then yielded the time back to my 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 problem is is that it's it is theater in the sense of they the people the older uh congress people they just wanted to hear themselves yeah talk and and have some sort of grand statement about where things are politically well you got us into this yeah. position mm-hmm. and you know at the end when um i'm forgetting who he you know the the head guy there he was like we're better than this and you know we need to be better than this well it, it's all of that is true but so in the um, hearings yesterday, Rashida Tlaib gets her turn at the, you know, at Cohen. Yeah. And she uses it a bit of grandstanding because she says that she was appalled that Mark Meadows on the Republican side mm-hmm. could point to the one black woman in the Trump White House right now um, and say, do you think that Trump's racist if he has a, you know, he has a black woman in his uh, you know, on his staff. And her point was that act alone by pointing to the black woman right. and, and kind of pointing that out is, is a racist act. Is a racist, racist act in her mind. Mm-hmm. And then the fight went back and forth because Mark Meadows, who started to get emotional saying, well, I, I, you know, my, I have nieces and nephews of color and you can't call me a racist. And Elijah Cummings, who's he's the chair of this committee, he's like, He says to Elijah, you and I have been friends, good friends. Maybe people don't know that. Meaning, I'm friends with the black person. Yeah, it's so stupid. And They're so stupid. And Elijah... Did he really say, I have nieces and nephews of color? Yes, he said, I have nieces and nephews of color, and I am not racist. But the statement of of color is... Can be construed as racist, right? I mean, we don't say colored people anymore. That's not what you say. No. (laughs) It's just... So stupid. And here's the thing that I want to say about racism. Okay. So as I was thinking about it, because later that night, it comes out that this guy, Mark Meadows, during the 2012 election, basically is on record saying, uh, let's get this fucking guy out of office and send him back to Kenya. So, okay. Maybe you don't, maybe you're, you don't blanket at all where your nieces and nephews are okay because. Yeah, but the others aren't. They're related to you. Yeah. But yes, in general, you have a racist tendency. And maybe we all do. Maybe there is some part of us that we all do. But this goes back to something that I was thinking about this morning. And it's about Martin Luther King. Judge not by the color of their skin, but by the content of the character. In order to judge or even have any emotions about someone you have to know that person. Right. You have, and he knows Elijah Cummings, and he's friends with him. And so I like you, but I still don't like. And you know what? Yeah, it can be that way. It can, but you can't also then group all others in a separate category. Like I can't say I have three Asian friends, so I am not racist on Asians. If I feel, which I don't, by the way, <laughs> like, let's just start there. But if I feel like I don't like any other Asian, or I don't mm-hmm. like Asians mm-hmm. in general, like right. that, you can't do that. Right. That's part of the systemic problem of racism is that 
you think because one infiltrates you and you kind of like them, oh, I'm, I'm not a racist. Right. No, but the, I think that lady pointing that out, like you just saying, I've got a black friend is racist. And I felt it's kind so of crazy. Like she, she's slightly annoying because she's definitely out there, the Rashida Tlaib, mm-hmm. because then she try, she's like, because he was getting worked up and she's like, listen, sir, calm your squeaky balls. I am not calling you a racist. I'm calling what you did a, ra- yeah. a racist act. Like just pointing to her and signaling her out in this giant room in the public and saying, look at this black woman. She is part of Trump's uh, uh, organization. He can't be racist. It's fucking stupid. But also I wonder if his response would have been so visceral if it was a white man that had called him out on that behavior and not a black, a black woman. woman. I, I don't know. I don't know because no one else was doing it. And Elijah Cummings was coming to his defense. And and I was kind of like, yeah, in the moment, you are going to come to your friend's defense. I, I get that. And, and maybe this guy isn't racist. I don't know. But he certainly has... He certainly had has a fear of black people taking over yeah. in this world. That's that's clear. I, I, I think everybody has the um not everybody, but I think um there is a racial overtone learning process that everybody is going through on what is acceptable and politically correct and everything else and again it's separate not about, from stereotypes let's just yes, separate it yeah, from the stereotypes right and just sort of like i don't know i think that they don't even realize that i agree i agree but they're i don't know because you don't look deep in enough to say what you know what am i afraid of racism is just based it's a fear thing right your fear you're afraid that this group of people is going to infiltrate you or take over you i mean we right. have we've had this conversation this thread of a conversation throughout several podcasts with the um tom brokaw situation but you know i think that if you if you know if you really look at it like when you when you know anyone a myth is disproved right, right? when you but just for that one person you still have that systemic belief inside of you and here's the thing there are some Terrible black people, mm-hmm. terrible white people, mm-hmm. terrible all like so. Black people shouldn't hate all white people. White, it's like some people are bad. People. Can we just say bad people and good people? Right, right. And not worry about what they physically well, here's the look other like. Interesting thing. Why are those two even bickering? You've got Michael Cohen well, on this, the stand. Why gonna, are you even in a conversation with the, each other? For, for maybe seven minutes, Michael Cohen was breathing just like Yeah, Ooh. like must have been looking like back forth, back forth. Like uh, they didn't I I was I was listening to it on my earpods because I was at the barn with the girls, so I, I couldn't see right. what was happening. But, but how ridiculous. I'm picturing Michael Cohen just twiddling his thumb yeah, going, like, oh, okay, okay, let me know when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me know when I can answer another question. Yeah. I felt like he came um, listen and i know i don't like trump okay but i felt like he came off um very professional very believable i mean i know he's an attorney i get it but he certainly wasn't dramatic or no and he wasn't and he or, wasn't trying to make stuff up when it suited him he wasn't saying right? yeah like there was a lot of stuff i wish he had I corroborated he, and he yeah. was like no you know yeah I, and he's like I, donald trump would never hit melania in the yeah. elevator <laughs> like okay oh i didn't Wait. see that part you know what so there was there's some rumor out there that Trump is like physically abusive to Melania in like private. 
Oh my God, like Beyonce and yes. Jay-Z and yes. Salon yes. in the elevator. <gasps> Somebody please do a re- It's going to be, I'm sorry, uh, the elevator scene, but uh, replacing the it, characters. It's possible, but um, he's like, I have never seen him behave inappropriately to Melania. So he was like, no, I've never, and I've known him. I love when he said to some of those idiots um, on the Republican side who, they're fucking idiots. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. But he was like, I know him. You're you're new friends with him. Yeah. I've I, known him his I've, whole... Yeah. I've known him a long time, buddy. Oh, yeah. that's just crazy. Oh, what about the painting? And Franny just farted. That is awful. Oh, I don't even smell oh, it Oh, my God. I don't smell it. Maybe that's why he was crying earlier. Maybe he has a bellyache. Oh, my God. My dog ate a stick of butter today <laughs> on a side note. <laughs> And then growled at us when we tried to take it a away. A whole stick of butter? I don't even know how the butter got on the floor. But he had the butter and the how wrapper. How do you not smell that? I don't... Oh I'm my sorry. God. I don't smell it. Okay. Oh All my right. God. Sorry. Oh, my and Lord. And also, I really... I felt for him when he was like... I lied to Melania, and I feel terribly guilty about that, and she's a good woman. Yes. That made me sad, because I don't really like Melania all that much. But again, I don't know her. He does, you know? I felt that that tore at my heartstrings a little. Like, yeah. How about the 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 portrait piece? Did you? Um, I don't know what part you're talking okay. about. Okay. a painting of himself. Did you hear his hundreds? The but. paintings, of, but the story about the paintings of himself, because he was. Um, I don't know which person asked him the question about him um, uh, doing like illegal things, but he was like, it's "Well, a cha- it's a charity painting, right? That was supposed to be given yes. away." I, I heard this story before, so the, and he but, ended up keeping it for himself. He 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 donated or whatever two paintings mm-hmm. and to this charity event and he said to Michael Cohen, I want to go I want my painting to be the highest priced painting that goes and I want it to be last. So you go find a fake bidder for this painting and that bidder is gonna bid the most amount of money. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is that's not an illegal thing to do. You can pay somebody to go and you know, whatever. That's not illegal. But then he had his charity. He had the... Yeah, charity pay for it. He had the charity, the Donald Trump Foundation pay the fake bidder back. And he keeps the painting of himself in his golf club. It's so So absurd. And here's the thing. You know, and no one's one's, uh, talking more about like the calling the schools and not letting them release his SAT scores right. or his, um, you know, transcripts about anything. Like, he's so paranoid of being found out for the fake phony that he is, yeah. that he is willing to do anything. And that's what I don't get, that people don't, don't, don't you really, none of this is new, but don't you care about that fact alone? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I told you that, um, you know, my father-in-law said, oh, well, you have to separate the the person from the policies. I'm like, That's no, what they've done. That's- no, I don't. And and also, what policies? What's working better for you? Like, I don't... They're I'm, taxing... They're they're giving rich people tax breaks. That's what that's no, what his policy not, is. I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what's in it for him, but that's a side note. Mm. Yeah. That part to me... Um, was fascinating when I was like, okay, you know, 
time after time as Cohen is talking, he's just corroborating things that we all either suspected or knew because mm-hmm. the articles have been written, you know, like he, you know, whatever, faked getting out of the Vietnam War. He, 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 he's, he inflates his worth and then mm-hmm. deflate, he inflates his worth when he needs it to be inflated and then deflates it when it, you know, suits, suits him. him. It's like, okay. I guess no one, maybe maybe the middle America or people who voted for him go, well, that's a smart man. He's, I guess. He knows what he's doing yeah, and they don't care. because nobody seems to, nothing has, I mean, not that it would change instantly anyways, but nothing is new information. Don't veterans care? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know why they think he's on their side. I don't know. Okay, so separate from all of that, let's just say none of that matters. What about the fact that... Um, he never really even wanted to be president. Does that matter to well, anybody? Well, I think they think that's hearsay. You, you're making that up. You don't know that. You don't okay. know that to be true. Okay, Why what we about the, you? then the last point I have is, okay, if none of that matters, the biggest thing for, a, the biggest thing in our constitution is that if you are, if you become president and you take that oath, you have to divest yourself of all your other businesses because for this time, yeah, right. I don't know why that never and doesn't apply to him. It because he's just like this gig is done in a couple of years, and I got to go back mm-hmm. to my. So I'm not, I'm not doing that. Right, and no one has held him accountable nope. to that. No, nope. no. Nope. So that's the last piece. It's like, wait a minute, none of it matters. Well, and I did, I did like at the end when they said, um, you know, he said that he was not aware of any Russian collusion, and then they said, are you aware of other crimes? You know, whatever, yeah. with involving Donald Trump. And he was like, yeah. Of course he is. So there's other stuff. I mean, and that other it may guy, not be Russian collusion, but they're going to find something on you. But the problem is statute of limitations. You can indict a sitting president. So until he is voted out, that's why I think the impeachment question is off the table. Because I think, you know, Nancy Pelosi, uh, she's busy doing gum reform and doing other things. Mm-hmm. But somebody asked her about, you know, was she watching? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm not paying attention to to that at this point because mm-hmm. basically it's n- nothing's nothing new and secondly she's like i think i think they think listen impeachment's just going to make him look yeah it's better. like a martyr yeah and, and so let that we have to we have to defeat him in mm-hmm. 2020 and then hopefully the southern district of new york yeah it's going to hold him accountable yeah, for, his crime. for something yeah. one crime it doesn't it just has to be one yeah one thing you know insurance fraud something and well, there's just plenty the of charitable it. Thing is, but I think his um, charity's already been brought yes, up on charges. That's already dissolved, anyways. That that piece is already gone. But there's, I mean, insurance fraud would be another, or your bank fraud would be another uh, claim. Okay, and I loved when he said um, Donald would often say John Jr. has the worst judgment. Oh, it's in the, the world. best. I was like, oh my god, how embarrassing! Yeah. Like. Always struggling for your dad's approval. I mean, that's just clear yeah. with that group, yeah. right? He's like, and what did he fuck up now? Down. What do you? Yeah. Ha- what do we have to go fix now yeah. that Donald Jr. did? And Eric's not even a mention. It's the best. It's so. Oh, I think you know what? I think Eric's detached himself from all of them. I think he's probably running the smartest the one. Yeah, like I think he's off having his own life. I don't know. It's possible, but you know, who, who knows? <sighs> You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think anything is going to happen with the Trump, with the the Cohen thing. I think that, like my husband said, he's like, the only thing that worries me is, you know, 
what if there is no collusion or what if there is no and maybe there isn't i don't know maybe they don't have yeah, anything. i don't think that they'll be able to prove the collusion i think it's that the russians you know interfered in our election yeah he didn't ask them to but they he, handed over the information right. to him and that's already been said that's right. already clear yep i mean yeah so that's done i don't know that's done well stay tuned i think that's um you know, that's it for today. We will come back with a PSA and a Coffee Cruise Crush. Stay with us. So this week, my good friend Bill introduced me to a woman by the name of Christine Herman. Christine had just returned home from the U.S.-Mexican border, and she is heavily involved in helping all of us understand what the real crisis is down there. I'm going to have much more on Christine and what she's doing, including having her as a guest on the podcast, but... After speaking with her and realizing this was the start of Women's History Month, my whole perspective shifted and my momentum started to be focused in a new way. Christine is a mom like many of us out there, and she's helping change the narrative back towards the simple truth. We should all be skeptical on things we read and listen to, and we should find common ground on both sides. And in honor of that, the newest cover of Rolling Stone features Nancy Pelosi, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilian Omar, and Johanna Hayes. These women, like many others in recent years, are changing the way we look at our political leaders, how our government is run, and how we look at the world in general. While we all know that Nancy Pelosi is the matriarch of the group with her years of experience and understanding the system, she is the elder statesman and should be treated and respected as such. AOC is the baby of the group, I think. She sometimes acts like one as well. She's outspoken, reckless, and, and definitely a rebel. And like the baby of the family, she seems to have no fear and is ready to shoot first and ask questions later. In her mind, the crisis our nation is facing and our earth is facing is already past due, and she wants to get us moving and not worry about playing nice. I don't blame her, however. Refugee, immigrant, Muslim, Ilian Omar is everything Trump is trying to ban. She is as green as AOC, and in many instances, her experience, inexperience is showing. But I think that's okay, because that is what it means to be a freshman at something. They're learning with Nancy Pelosi at the helm, and that's a pretty good place to be. And then there's Johanna Hayes, who went from being a teen mom to Teacher of the Year to the House of Representatives. She said that 20 years from now, it's going to be the millennials, the students, the single moms, and the outliers who have come in and restored our faith in government. And I think she's right. She went from being a social studies teacher at JFK High School in Connecticut to the cover of Rolling Stone. Maybe these women are going to be the Kardashians of the future. Maybe these women will inspire young girls to take action and join our political process. These are women helping other women attack issues of their day within their communities that are going to benefit us all. Nancy Pelosi was asked how she felt about AOC protesting the Green New Deal outside of her office. And she said, you know, I was once an activist and that's how I started. And she applauded AOC's desire to make a difference. But she then added that she now has a different role as Speaker of the House and she needs to build consensus and generate compromise. That is her job now. These women are coming together with strong voices, serious opinions, intense energy to help this country continue along the path created by our founding fathers. I know firsthand what can happen when a group of women can get together to take control of a situation. Ask any PTA organization out there trying to put a silent auction on, and they're going to tell you, go ask the moms to run it. 
March is Women's History Month, and like Black History Month, it's pretty ridiculous to think that we should only highlight a month a year to focus on the impact that women have had or Black Americans have had on this country. But it's better than nothing. So yay for Rolling Stone for putting these women on the cover. And in the words of the great Helen Reddy, I am woman, hear me roar. Guess what? I think we're listening. Okay, Carrie and I are back for our Coffee Cruise Crush, and we've decided to go with Don Jr., Eric, and Ivanka Trump. Why? I don't know. She's and pick- we're leaving Tiffany completely out of it. Yeah. Although she was in it, I'd take her on the cruise. You would? Tiffany? Poor thing. Yeah. Although she's probably got the nicest life. Yeah, she, her and Baron, they're like... Oh, I forgot about Baron. Oh my God, the poor thing. Is that that's all his kids, right? Yeah, I think Tiffany, so. Baron yeah. and, and and Tiffany probably hangs out with her mother, Marla, right? Like, yeah, I think they're off in Florida yeah. having a lovely and their yeah. life out of the limelight. Yeah, yeah, just reaping all the benefits, but none of the drama. Yeah, the the in the uh, notoriety of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you just sprung that <laughs> on me, so I'm grossed out. But um, I'm gonna, I'll you know, I'll let you start and then all see right, if well, I. Fight. I Obviously, I'm taking Eric on the cruise. I mean... Right after the last comment. Yeah. he's. I think he's the most um, non-abrasive one. He's homely. So I He looks like Eddie Munster, yeah. doesn't he? And I think he's... he. Somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, but he's married. He has some children. Like, I feel like he's doing we don't have any, his own yeah. thing. I've seen his wife um, or his... It could be his ex-wife. Now okay, I have no wait, idea. Can, can we can we stop for a second and yeah. talk about um, Ivanka yeah. talking about? Um, I think people really don't want a handout. Oh, I hate her. I hate her. Your whole life is a handout. Your entire life. I think is people. A I think they think people really want to. People. And don't, who's asking for a handout? They're did, asking for fair wage for. But fair. did you? But did you hear what what the question was about? Like it was about renewable. Like if we move to um, the Green New Deal. Yeah. It was like, listen, we are guaranteeing people of, like, high jobs. Right. And she's like, well, I don't think people really want that. Yeah. They they would like an earth to live on. Yeah. And also, you stupid twat. Like, not everybody grew up with such fortune. I'm not saying your life has been easy. It's handout after handout. Yeah. I'm saying you, you had a real leg up on other people. And there's some really great, smart people who are desperately trying to dig themselves out of poverty. And again, not everybody. I get it. I know there's, you know, some but people the, that are riding the welfare train. I get it. Right. But the whole problem with our system is there's no incentive for them to not be on welfare right. because the wage they would make would not be enough to right. support their family. Right. That's the whole point of fair pay for fair work and paying people a living that they can survive off of. It's not a handout, you idiot. Right. They want to work. And the whole point of the Green New Deal is to provide them with a future connected to something greater than like an actual career path to say, okay, yeah. if you if we get you this good job, you you're going to see development not just for yourself, but for your your world, your children. Yeah, you, for you can, generations to come. Yeah, versus um, just I'm going to hand you... Basically, somebody should have compared it to welfare. Like, uh, no, this is like... A, a welfare is a handout. Right. A job... Is a job. Is... is, is teach a 
fish to swim. What the fuck? Right. Is that? <laughs> like, I know. Need somebody to fish. They have food for life. Yes. You, like. Yeah. She's she's I an don't. idiot. Her entire life is a handout. Are you and crushing not, her? <laughs> and I don't doubt that she. You know, I have no idea what kind of a student she was, or I'm sure she had to. You know, whatever. Work hard. I again, you're missing the whole point. You started twenty paces ahead of everybody else. More. They so should've... maybe you know you did have to work from that point forward on, but you got a good head start on everybody else because of a handout. You idiot. Talk about you know they're 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 so unrelatable. Yeah, she has no concept. None. So unrelatable. No, yeah, you're, you're right. She's getting, I'm crushing her. Yeah. It's decided. Now I'm going to have to spend a coffee with Don Jr. Well, were you going to crush Don Jr. before I... I don't know. Probably. Because Ivanka, I kind of do like her fashion. And she is sort of interesting in that sense. But now I hate her. You got me all fired up. I, so. I, if if I didn't hear that comment, that interview this week about her, you I... would have taken her to coffee? I, I might have. I don't know. I just... I don't like any of them. I, I just, I would have, um, I would have considered her, I would have considered her to cruise with even like, you know, I'm, I'm interested in just, I, yeah, I you as a woman, yeah, what fashion, you like you and, married, you, you changed religions. Yeah. Like what, like there's something in her and, and is it weird you out that you've got daddy issues with your, your father saying like creepy oh, things. So creepy. So like, creepy. Or you have you separated it too? Like I, I I don't know. I'd be interested in her more than the boys, I think, from from my perspective. We're off, you know. Yeah, but now I'm crushing her. Now you infuriated me. And the thing with John Jr. is that I guess I would kind of like to go to coffee with him. Like, what is this loyalty? I mean, I know he's your dad. I, I do get that. I mean, the other thing is the other political person, I don't know his name, whatever, the senator, he just resigned because his son basically said, um, you know, you rigged the election and I told you not to do it and it's a lie. Yeah, somebody in North Carolina, he just had to resign. Oh, boy. Um, Yes, yes. But, like, yeah, not everybody has to stand solidly behind somebody just because they're your family member you do i realize because you have no real skill talent right to and, carry and, on. The, and the money well the, the money is good the money's going to go away but if is you don't. The money good? I, don't I don't know I, well they pretend that the money is good and i don't know how they fake that but they fake everything so um something is happening there like and i'll tell you the luckiest person in the world his ex-wife she yes. got out just yes. in time. Yes. Listen, the thing that we didn't talk about. So, all right, before we get into mine, your your um Eric's going on the cruise. Right. Well, uh, Ivanka's getting crushed and Don's going on. Okay. The so, before we get into mine, can we talk slight just two things, Bernie Sanders. Bernie, can't we all get together like and talk about who's who's going to be a good can- you're all are, what are you in it for, Bernie? That's what I want to know. What are you in it? Are you really in it for the people? I, I well, okay, I was not a Bernie person. I really was for okay. Hillary. Okay. Um, but I do, I, I do, he, listen, I think he's in it. For, I think, yeah, I he's think he's true. I think he's too much for, um, we're not pulling anybody from the Republican side over to vote for Bernie yeah, Sanders. He, he's, so that's he's just a, not happening. He's just so... He's too much, but I do think he's entirely passionate and believes 
all these things fully. And I do think he feels like he could help the country. Yeah. My only problem with the Bernie thing and the Elizabeth Warren thing and all of them is that they each have a sliver of a good thing. And if we Mm -hmm. smash them all together, it might work. But no one has a majority of good things that I see right now. Mm -hmm. And we'll see if um, Biden ends up running. Yeah, you need somebody that... um could potentially be interesting to the other side that's feeling like they might have made and, a mistake. And, you know, you've said it several times, and I was kind of poo-pooing you in the sense of we need uh, an old white man, not Bernie Sanders, but, like, mm-hmm. we need Biden yeah. to beat Trump. And I was kind of going back and forth, but in this last week, I thought to myself, I think, you're right. Yeah, our country is way behind what we think we are. Yeah, and We're I think there. that Biden is the only person at this stage of our pendulum where we're at in the swing because we are so yeah. far that could potentially bring us back to like a middle ground. Yeah, even yeah. even slightly. And um I think that if he doesn't run, I don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, and maybe if he gets the nod, he will get Booker to join him or, you know, maybe one of the women to join him because that anyways. Okay. So that was my, I just wanted to throw the Bernie thing in there because it happened this week. I am, I just, I am crushing Don Jr. I just, I'm crushing (laughs) him. I, I have a, uh, like every time I see him on the on the TV or hear his voice, I have a visceral reaction. Yeah. He's what makes me want to vomit on a regular basis. Yeah. I I just, you know what? He's ignorant. He is. He and he's is a creep. He is so ignorant. Things that come up. Listen, I'm ignorant too on a lot of things, but he he is so uh, ineffectual in the way he speaks. He the way who he aligns himself with. He is oil walking. Yeah, he's grease. You yeah. just have to take a shower. I feel like just listening to him, I want to take a shower. Yeah. So if I crush him into tiny bits and spread him somewhere, I don't know. Okay. He's gone. I just got through saying, like, I would take uh, Ivanka on a cruise. Um, I, you know, it's a toss-up with those two, I think. I don't... When she said that to me, or when she said that again, you know, I was like, you're fucking kidding me, lady. Yeah. Seriously? But... I don't think I could go on a cruise with Eric, so <laughs> I just don't think I could do it. <laughs> I think I could pre- pretend enough to go on a cruise with Ivanka versus Eric. So I think Ivanka could, if I could mentally I could just separate mom, her from her father, yeah. I think she could potentially be like an interesting I could mom to play person. with her. I could, yeah, I could and- mom to play with her on issues that have nothing to do with the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I would have, I don't, I would just sit and stare at that um, Herman Munster face of, of Eric, Eric, the okay. V in the head. Why, 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 why is his hair like that? <laughs> Terrible. I don't know. Poor Stop. Eric. No, I'm sure he's a fine person. And you're probably right that he's like the only. He's probably the nicest one. Yeah, but he stands next to his brother all the time and is like. Well, maybe that's just on Saturday Night Live. Maybe I've got them confused. Well, in what real do you life. mean by that? Because John Jr. is potentially handsome, or what do you? What do you? No, I'm saying like he he doesn't have his own thoughts. He he's, he never speaks. Right. But maybe that's what they should all do. You know, like Burr said on Hamilton: talk less, less smile right. more. That's what he's doing. If you don't have something good to say, shut it. Well, that's one thing, but. 
that it's not like the other two are saying anything good. They're just spouting shit. And, right. You know. And he knows enough to zip it. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you all for listening and subscribing. It's been a big week for Mom Save America. We've gotten lots of new followers and uh, lots of interesting things happening out there. So stay tuned. We're eventually going to start having some guests on the show and um, maybe legitimizing us a little bit more than than just us two mom-templating moms uh, dishing things out here. But we appreciate all the feedback, all the listings. Please email us at info at momsaveamerica.com. Hit the subscribe button, tell a friend, and um, thanks. We're out.